<laughs> Welcome to Zillennial Theory with Zay. And Marley. Ever since you started doing the three, two, one, I've wanted it to go and like, I know, you see, like the iCarly opening. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, no, this is not iCarly. This is Zillennial Theory. This is Zillennial Theory. It was a welcome back to the show, guys. So welcome. last week we talked about World War Z and the uh, world yes. ending. And um, got some interesting comments on that that we definitely, definitely appreciate and can yeah. value because... Um, we're still a work in progress. We are still a work in progress. It was so, only the eighth episode. So but. blessed to have amazing listeners and get amazing feedback. And so I'm happy and I am honored and motivated to be <laughs> even better for you guys. So That's right. thanks for the feedback. Um, and yeah, the feedback was great. And um, outside of that, I think it was a. I mean, it was they, it was a pretty good episode. Um, obviously, we're over on the edge of the stuff, low, but, low, 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 low. <laughs> but um, it could have been worse. <laughs> Say that it, it has been, been worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no um, worries. But uh, thanks again for listening and welcome back. And now the one who uh, shared and welcome, yeah, welcome back. This episode is gonna be called what? What? Uh, what, see, uh, see, what happened was that's that's what the name. Of, what had happened was yeah. Um, um, dot dot dot, and we're gonna be sharing some pretty interesting <coughs> and funny stories with you about our past. Embarrassing. Embarrassing we're basically gonna put ourselves on blast and pretty drag much. ourselves. Uh, we figured we could give you guys a laugh. Um, yeah, especially since nice the last episode. episode yeah. You know, mm-hmm. since uh, last year, uh, last year. <laughs> well, <laughs> two episodes ago, yeah. last year. That's <laughs> what you know. Um, just a little lighthearted episode to laugh and stuff. Ever since like last episode was pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, uh, just we don't lighten it up. Yeah. So to start the mood of lighting things up, let's just a little bit. Here's just something that I guess is uh, um, just in. Um, what? what to do? Huh? I'm about to go into the. Or did you wanna? Oh. <laughs> Alrighty, so <laughs> for today's pop culture segment, um, we were thinking of doing something that I guess would be a little lighthearted because today is also the day that, you know, some news was breaking. Yes. You know, we had a legend pass away today, so. Um, but outside of that, we, I was just scrolling through, because I'm always somebody scrolling through E and everything that has to do with celebrities, and Selena Gomez, once What's again, Selena Gomez is once again talking about Justin Bieber. Oh, People always come at her for that, because it's like... It was six years ago. It's about been about five years. When did What Do You Mean came out? 2015, yeah. He was already talking about her then. That was 2015, it's yeah, 2020. He, he got a whole wife now, baby. Then he released that terrible song, Yummy, which like he tried to make number one, but didn't go number one, but that's T for another I day. I know, I was thinking did about that, that too. I was like... He's really promoting this. He was promoting the shit of that song. And I was like, let me listen to this song. It picked at number two behind the box, and it was was trash. And it was there because he was promoting it. Him and Scooter Braun, who don't want to lose. Scooter Braun is his manager, who is like... Still? I thought he got let go. No. No. He snatched up Taylor's, uh... (laughs) Taylor Swift's uh, Masters, though. (laughs) But um, Lord. let me not laugh. Let me evil. Taylor was about to end this podcast. Um, so, <laughs> um, Selena Gomez was talking about she apparently, allegedly, in the thing she clearly said. But I'm just gonna use allegedly. She admitted. <laughs> she, she admitted she that <laughs> um, Justin Bieber was emotionally abusive to her. Wow. 
How do you think he was emotionally abusive? I don't know. He probably was acting his age and like fucking teenager. Right? <laughs> he was probably like twenty nineteen. When she she's older than him by two years. So mm. when they first got together in like twenty eleven ish, I think I'm not sure. He was a seventeen year old boy. Mm. She was nineteen. So, n- n- girls also age a little more mature than boys. And I'm, right, but, I, yeah. you know, you can't hold him. I mean, of course, we get we are going to hold everybody accountable for mm-hmm. everything. But at the same time, you have to think, you have to take his age into consideration. You yeah. have to take, he's a world-famous pop-star. Pop-star. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say pop-star and, um, I don't know, something else, but it came out pop-tart. But he could be that too. He's definitely so, about turn when I don't want. <laughs> was really, you know, just experiencing his life and living his best life too. So I mean, mm-hmm. although it's not okay to be verbally abusive to anybody, I emotionally, I, emotionally, ex- mm-hmm. especially. But um, I think we just need to take into consideration, like you know, he probably did use harsh words. I used harsh words when I was seventeen in a relationship too. I remember when so, um. What she, what she said, I feel like it was probably like messing around with girls, mm-hmm. other girls maybe, but do you remember like years ago at the VMAs when Taylor Swift had her boo, Harry Styles from mm-hmm. One Direction? There was a time where they're at the VMAs, 2013 VMAs, and then um, One Direction won an award. And then it pans over to Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez, and Taylor Swift is like allegedly mouthing the word, shut the fuck up. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's tea, but um, listen, that's I, I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Selena Gomez. I'm just gonna be so honest. I'm, I think she's I think she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She's gorgeous, but yeah, I'm. I'm we not, had we had Britney, the, we had Janet, so yeah. we've already had them too. I'm, I'm not the biggest biggest fan of. Um... <laughs> I may or may not have just yawned, but I am not really um, that big of a fan of Selena, but I will say this book that I listened to, um, this audio book by Lily Singh, it's called um, How to Be a Bouse. Uh, mm-hmm. She does say you know, a couple things about Selena that kind of changed my perspective on her mm-hmm. um, because she's like, you know, she's just a regular girl she really she is. is and she's she grew up in the spotlight girl. too you yeah. have to be honest with and that. she's um but she's cool you know she's cool people i mean she has some good songs lose, lose you to love me that's about i like her <laughs> oh well that's that's I, just that's all pretty much all of them yeah but um yeah so at the end I of the day i that's pretty at the end of the day i would i wish her well i guess on her journey now that she's is you know by herself and she's coming she's a woman now at the end of the day and uh that's just, uh, I guess, my my take on whatever the hell they they were going through. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, well, um, there's your uh, pop culture for the week. Um, mm-hmm. Keep us posted on. All the good and interesting relationship tea. Yeah, I'll always be there for the tea. Alrighty. Um, so let's get into this week's topic. Um, we're talking about embarrassment, y'all. Yes. And we gonna tell y'all what had happened. Well, here's the thing. I've never had an embarrassing moment, so I can't relate. This is Marley's episode. Your life is an embarrassment. <laughs> oh! You know what? I'm walking off right now. I love you. Oh, this is over. <laughs> Millennial me, theory is I, canceled. I don't know what um, provoked me to do this, but I looked up um, 
the word embarrassment. I just wanted to, like, we got to get down to this. Okay, let's tell us Embarrassment is an emotional state that is associated with severe levels of discomfort, (laughs) witnessed or revealed to others. Ooh. I already have bad anxiety. Like, just being around a big crowd of people just makes me want to be like, fuck it. So better, <laughs> so better, better yet, better yet, an actually embarrassing moment is just like, it makes me want to die. That's why I just like, I guess now that I'm older, like, we were talking about this earlier. We'll, we'll start off with childhood moments. We said, like, embarrassment is different as a kid versus an adult. Because as a kid, you got a little less shame. Yeah, and, and you, you might not remember it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it's that embarrassing. But um, really quick, you mentioned anxiety, and I was thinking, like, like if I, like, told the doctor that I had anxiety really bad, do you think I could get a therapy dog or turn my dog into a therapy dog? Because I really want to just take him everywhere with me. Oh, like on a plane and stuff? No, not on a plane. Oh. <laughs> just, like, to and from work and all those mm-hmm. things. Anyway, that's just something I was going to How bad is your anxiety? Into. That's what he'll probably I ask. don't really have anxiety. I don't think. But I, don't I do want to have my dog. Maybe I do. I think I do have anxiety. Yeah, I guess it depends. If I'm a big crowd around people I know, mm-hmm. it's different, obviously. Yeah. You know, but obviously if I'm around freaking strangers, I don't know. Like I it feel changes. like it's just like there's a lot of eyes on you at sometimes, mm-hmm. like and that that doesn't always like make me upset. Let me tell you something. We're gonna get back to into this embarrassment real quick, you know, <laughs> in a minute. But let me let me tell you this. Last night when, when I went to this movie with um, Bad Boys. Yes, we went to go see Bad Boys. Absolutely great movie. Go see it. It was super funny and super action packed. Heads getting blown off. Pow pow. Lots of blood. It's got something for everybody. It was really good. But anyway, we went to the movies and um, after the movie was over or whatever, everybody was leaving the theater. I mean, the theater was packed, of course, um, because the movie just premiered. I think last weekend. But anyway. Um, I was walking out and there was like a lot, a lot of people, but honey, I, when I come out, I come dressed. Okay. Okay. So I was hair done, makeup done, outfit, she was snatched, snatched, boots and I was looking around and I was the only one I kind of felt, I had a trench coat on and everything. Like I was looking boss. Yeah. But it was kind of like a, a date in date night versus what other people might be going through. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like when I step out, like I step out to be seen, Mm -hmm. no matter where I'm going. Had it been to play golf, you know, I just like... (laughs) Who does that? Well, I probably wouldn't have wore heels, but I still would have been dressed. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe not the trench coat either, but... (laughs) I would have worn mismatched heels like that with Romano. (laughs) Shout out to Landon Romano. I love him. Landon Romano. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I, I just... I can see how the anxiety comes, but I feel like when I know that I'm confident in what I'm wearing and how I'm acting and things like that, mm-hmm. baby, I turn into Sasha Fierce. Like my, baby girl, my whole ego starts to come out, and I'm like anxiety where. <laughs> that is true. I will say that. I guess yeah. anxiety is when I'm when I need to do something, I need to do something. Also, when I look good, I know I look good, and, yes. I, and I can get a little yes. bit, you know. Yes. It makes a difference in how you carry yourself. And that's why people, like, people at work, like, I get get dressed, okay? I put on makeup every day. I do my face every day. I do my hair every day. I try to make sure that, like, I'm presentable because Mm -hmm. it it makes a difference, like I said, about how I carry myself. When I feel good, when I look good, then I, I just, I have a better day. 
And so, yeah, I think when that you feel helps good, with when you feel good, sure. and you think you and you look good, mm-hmm. it, it, it helps the way you act yeah, a lot. But sure. um, so okay, so let's get into when we don't look good. <laughs> Oh my god. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I guess here's one thing I will say. I grew up with all brothers. And there's certain things that maybe some I mean, another family would have been embarrassed by, but we just did. <laughs> Do you remember doorknob? Do you know what doorknob oh, was? God, I we, hated used to, that. we used to play fucking doorknob with my brothers and my older cousin. Like Oh that's God. something that I feel that's like maybe somebody boys. else would be embarrassed. That that's that is boys. Oh, <laughs> but I'll start off with a, a really funny, embarrassing moment. Okay. That I might not have been too embarrassed at the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, but flashbacks. <laughs> we had we had the really funny conversation because this is this involves something that's pretty. I'm just gonna admit it. We don't go. <laughs> what? Tell okay. Me. In first grade. I remember one time. Uh-oh. We already know where it's going because I had to use the bathroom, Ooh. y'all. <laughs> oh, oh. I remember. I remember it. Oh, was that loud? I don't it know. It probably was. They're probably like oh, those people. Um, I had to use the bathroom. Ooh, are they gonna hear this? They listen, listen to the, the podcast. Whole gonna hear it. Let's, we, let's hear about. I had it. to use the bathroom, and I remember. Asking my teacher to go. But you know when you're a little kid, you don't understand your movements as much. <laughs> I remember. I remember, like. I remember, like. <laughs> We're going to laugh through this whole thing. Like, we might as well. I remember. Like, you know when you. <laughs> you know when you. Tell me. I really need to use the bathroom. And you know when you fart? Like, yeah. But you're like, that's no more than just a fart. Ooh, that's nasty. I remember leaving. And then, um, I guess I, like, went to the bathroom. This is when I was in first grade. So, like, I remember there was a line of, like, fourth graders, like, walking <laughs> by. And they were giants to me. Right. They were the cool kids. Yeah, they yeah. were the big bullies. And I remember running to the bathroom and, like, changing underwear and everything. Not really changing underwear, just leaving just, it there. Did you always have a change of underwear? <laughs> I didn't have a change well, of underwear, just, girl. I just left it there. You, just, <laughs> you left your dirty drawers. The next day, during, like, <laughs> um, announcements in the school, they announced that they found one of that. They found that. <laughs> what like, did they the say? Toilet. They didn't know who did it. They were Swiss, what did they I was swilent. What swilent? <laughs> What did they say? I think they were just like, um... Listen here, you motherfuckers. <laughs> They're like... <"What?" laughs> Here's the bathroom. thing. It happens so much in elementary school. Did you know? Because <laughs> yeah, everybody knows little kids. Little kids can't... They don't understand what bowel movement. What underwear were they doing? Like Power Ranger? <laughs> girl, I didn't like Power Rangers. What a skin mark. Probably oh, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> oh my god. No, um, but... It was just a really, like, funny... It's just something that, like, I think about. And at the time, I was a little embarrassed by it. I think that was, like, the beginning of my shame. Which, of course, I have none today. Oh. But, <laughs> but I remember... It's just something to, to think about. Because now I, I think back of it. And I just really, really laugh. But at the same time, it's kind of like... How did you survive it? <laughs> oh, it was easy for me to survive. Because I was just like, who? What? <laughs> Sweetheart, I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. Nobody, they didn't do no investigation. We're going to call the police and we're going to find out who left that there. Sometimes when I work at the gym, 
you would think that it would be different with a grown ass adults, but they don't, they care. don't care. And oh, it's just like y'all are so trifling. <laughs> like what was my excuse? Bitch, I was six. What's your fucking <laughs> excuse? A whole ass forty year old. No, see, we're not about to be doing that. <laughs> okay, so now listen, I I I went there, so you need to go there now because you oh, can't have me oh, looking I'm crazy. About to go there. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened to me in the first grade. Oh, was it really the first grade? It was real life, the first grade. Bad year for all of us. I apparently. had a shitty story too. What's wrong with six year olds in their mouths? We're we recording this, and there's people right outside the door hearing all of this. Oh, They're about to be judging the shit out of us care. when we walk out. I don't care. I'm shameless. Okay. Queen. So, thank you. Well, I was, um, we were taking a math test. It was like some state test or some bullshit where it's like super important and you can't leave your desk. Like, you know, you're going to fail anyway. You can't go to the bathroom. You can't do nothing. Now, listen, I don't know what I had to eat the night before. I don't remember. But what I do know... It came back with a vengeance. (laughs) When I was sitting down, and this test, halfway through this test, my stomach started growling, honey. I know she heard it with her trifling ass. (laughs) Miss, ooh, I'm not even going to say her name. I remember her name because of this. Listen, (laughs) Miss Parrot, listen, this is for you. Miss Parrot, her name is Parrot. Miss Parrot. Yes. You know she had no. She she had to be fucked up with a name like Parrot. She kind of looked like a bird. But listen, listen. It was weird how that happened too. It's like you know, like because her parents saw her like this bitch about to be Parrot. What's the um? Who's who's the uh, teacher from uh, the Magic School Bus? She kind of looks like a lizard too. Um, You know how her name is like Miss Liz or Liz. The magic school. I've thought about the magic school best in like fifteen years. But listen, anyway. Okay, so I got up and I was like, "Hey, Miss Parrot, <clears throat> ma'am, baby gal, can I go? Can I use the bathroom?" <laughs> and she was like, "This is an important test, Marley. You're gonna have to wait until the end." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> go back to my seat. Jesus. <laughs> Girl, listen. It was an explosion. Oh, it was that bad. It, but you know, it was it was an explosion, but you couldn't hear it. Good. It was real wet, like okay. I'm sorry, you guys. I hate to make be super graphic, but you have to understand. You're gonna have how to deal. Upset I was. So let me tell you this. I get up again. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> have mental issues. And I went back to Mr. Parrot's desk but this time (laughs) she smells (laughs) (laughs) and I see her and she just like (laughs) 
I mean, she was trying to see where the hell the smell was coming from. <laughs> and I was like, Miss Parrot, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so she said, okay, honey, go ahead, go to the bathroom. And I was like, well, thanks, bitch. So I'm walking down the hall, shit dripping down my leg. Are you serious? I'm dead. Oh my God, girl. And I, I was, I didn't come out. I just went into the stall. I didn't know what to do. And so, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes after just sitting in there, like, I don't, you know, my mom shows up with a bar of soap and extra underwear. And so I think my teacher found out. She probably she called your mom like, real quick. SOS. <laughs> <laughs> Shit on site. <laughs> So, I can't do it. And so, um, my mom came in the bathroom and she's like, honey, are you in here? I was like, mom, is that you? And she was like, hey, baby, what happened? I was like, mom, I had an accident. And she's like, here, honey, well, here's this and here's this. You know, you can go ahead and get yourself together. I, Indeed. I cleaned myself as best as I could. And I was like, we going home. I'm sick. <laughs> like, I'm not taking it. I'm test. never coming back to the school. Like, it's over with. Mm -hmm. And so... That was my embarrassing encounter. I had to walk. Oh, I just remember the long hallway I had to walk to to get the, to get through to the bathroom. It was just terrible. And you feel like everybody's seeing you. It, no, everybody was testing. Thank God there was nobody in the hallways, but oh, I knew. You didn't walk past the line like I did. Uh, no, thank God. Oh my God! So, see, whenever so I think, that. see, whenever <laughs> I think of that first moment, I feel like I wasn't embarrassed as I should have been. It's probably a little trifling little kid. But there's this other moment I have. So <laughs> you just had a you just had a poopy a poopy fart. Yeah, but it I remember from time to time. this one time because I I grew up singing in the church because my dad's a pastor. One time, this moment's like actually sad when I look back at it because of the way I reacted because I was so embarrassed. But I remember I was maybe about twelve and I was singing. Um, Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. Oh. So like when you're a twelve year old boy, like you. You're going through puberty. Oh. You cannot hit the notes that you used to when you were eight. And I remember, like, singing the song, going up there to sing the song. And there's a part after The Greatest Love of All, because, like, Whitney, I was about to say Beyonce. Whitney sings the, the there's a, after the cor initial chorus, there's, like, the second part of the chorus where she's like, the greatest love. It, it's even higher. Oh. It is even higher. And I remember trying to hit that note, and the <laughs> note said nope. Oh. And I cracked. I like I cracked and it was like that age where boys are constantly cracking. It's something that's so normal. Oh my God. And I remember I was like <clears throat> I like went through the song, I finished it, and I went to go sit down and I immediately started crying. The moment oh. I sat down I started crying. Like I started oh. crying and I remember like this woman, um, who's probably one of the aunties in the church, was like <laughs> was like, Can you come to the library with me there's a little library section in the church and she went there and she was like you did so well people were congratulating me Aww. and she was like can you teach me this part of the song and i remember like teaching running down that part of the song but still it, i was like crying because i was like i could have hit it never mind you when i sat down you know what my dad said hmm. my dad goes up there and he was like that was my son singing greatest of all or whatever but well, probably didn't even know who the real artist is oh. <coughs> and he goes um, that was good, you know, um, he, he, he needs a little, uh, he mentioned something like this, he, he kind of had that, uh, crack there, he, he, he'll get better. <laughs> oh. He, like, jokingly said it. Oh, my God. But it did not help. Did, oh, it made you worse? 
Yeah, it made me like feel I'm bad. I'm sure the crowd enjoyed that part, you know. Because that's my dad. Just, it's okay to be normal. <laughs> they enjoyed the crack. They cracked with me. They wow. Like, Tom's like, can you sing the great love of all I'm sorry, but it was. It's one of those things because they're two different reactions. Like there was a little kid, that embarrassing woman I had, where it was kind of like. That's somebody else's problem. You're over it. You move on. Yeah. Versus now being 12, it was like, I felt 100% sort of responsible for it. That's like one of the... the yeah, but you can't help that. That's something that just like some it, stuff it, And that's exactly... Help. I can't help it, but it, it, it makes me sad to think that I reacted so negatively to it. Oh, yeah. When it's so normal. Yeah. Like when you're every, looking back now. Yeah, okay. when I'm looking back. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back at a lot of things I did, I... <laughs> Listen, it's okay. Let me tell you... Um, about a really embarrassing moment that I had that will probably make you feel better about your embarrassing moment. <laughs> Is it bathroom related? No. <laughs> We're over that part. We're over the bathroom. Nothing nothing gross. Let me tell you. When I was in, I think it was the fourth grade. The I was in the third grade. And I used to visit the Boys and Girls Club for, you know, dancing or playing games, arcade, computer lab, all that good stuff. Ugh, I loved, loved, loved the Boys and Girls Club. Anyway, I joined the dance club, and we had a dance recital one day. And for whatever reason, the universe and my intuition and my gut would not let me leave the house without an extra pair of pants. Or sh- So I, I grabbed some shorts out of the closet or whatever, and I was like, okay, Whatever, I'm just going to take these just in case. You never know. You know, I can practice in these and, you know, whatever. So we're practicing or whatever for the dance recital. And we're just like, you know, kids bopping it up. You know, Mm -hmm. like everything's great. And uh, every one girl goes, I can do the splits. And I was like, I can do the splits too. And so like there's six of us, like six or seven of us. And we're just like all like just busting the splits, right? And so I'm mid-split when my pants actually <laughs> split. split. Thank God the recital had not started yet. <laughs> but my instructor started laughing at me. Oh my God. <laughs> and one of them like gave me their sweater and then just walked me down the hallway to my locker where I had my extra pair of shorts. Thank God. Thank God. But I love how they How did the other girls universe. react? Um, I'm pretty sure they laughed after I left. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and then when you came back, they had fake smiles on their face. Bitches. <laughs> how old but were yeah, you that was me. Grade? Like, I knew not to try to bust the splits. I was wearing jeans. You were in fourth grade? I think, yeah, fourth grade sounds about right. Oh my god! But yeah, so that was that was pretty pretty embarrassing. I I mean I just, that was just like turned red embarrassment. What was the most embarrassing era of your life? Like when you look at your school years, because I can point back to my school years oh. exactly. Which because for me it was middle school. Was it middle school? Yep, elementary school. No, high school. <laughs> I got myself a little bit together. The only thing I was dealing with in high school is you know other things, but. In middle school, that was when puberty hit. Voices were cracking. I was in choir. 
voice was cracking. Middle school is when body odor hits too. Oh, when that pu- when puberty hits, you have so much shit that's going on <laughs> that you never thought about before. It, it is worse for girls. I know it's worse for girls, but I know for for guys, there's certain things that you never thought about before that you're like, this is a thing now. And one of it was the body odor, cause you really like you have to be there with the deodorant. Or cause I remember the first time I ever had, I I, I got a little bit after gym. I got some complaints. Oh, I'm like oh, there's you need to fix that. Oh, I remember, <laughs> I remember, um, getting my dad's cologne, cause my dad is from that generation that they just cologne themselves. They don't even use deodorant. Now I'm basically exclusively deodorant, mm-hmm. and it's it's good, but um. Uh, I got my dad's cologne, and I about here em- emptied that damn bottle on myself. <laughs> Can you imagine the combination? Because after PE, whoo, Lord, Ooh, listen. Funky. See, that was like middle school, and then in middle school, I also got into band, and I played the flute, which made me embarrassed because it was like apparently like a feminine instrument, and I remember this mm-hmm. girl going like, by the, if you play the flute, by the end of the year, everyone gonna think you gay. That's what she sold me in seventh oh. grade, and I was really shook, but I stayed playing the flute. But you, so, somewhere in the back of my mind, I was probably like, it's T. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you should have said, bitch. I wasn't ready at that time, but, yeah. like, so, let me think of So, like, body odor, voice cracking, I quit choir and went to band, and I started playing the flute. Middle school was also the time of, like, it, it, like, it was, like, a bit of a, you, you know, like, you're coming into middle school, and it's, like, girls matter now. Oh, or they're yeah. supposed to. And yeah. I remember, like, being in middle school, clearly, I don't think I even had a concept of my sexuality too much uh-huh. at that point, even though I do remember having questions on boys and stuff. And I remember that was an age where, like, it was a thing where, like, you'd start talking to girls and asking girls out to school dances yeah. and things like that. And, like, I, that was, like, just the thing. It was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do now? I had all guy friends yeah. in middle school because I was like, I'm just going to surround myself with all these guys now because it's like I don't want to deal with girls versus, like, in high school where, like, 98% of my friends were girls. <laughs> but it was just, like, that weird, I remember that anxiety sometimes, like, yeah. for dances and, you know, ABC parties, which is, like, this thing that they had every quarter if you got, like, good grades and you'd had this ABC party. And I remember at that age being embarrassed sometimes because it was, like, I can't get a girlfriend. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I think he, he's cuter than she is. No. How am I supposed to do this? Like you know, there was like this social pressure to like fall into that. So for me, out of all the years in my life, at least I'm glad maybe I got it done with early. But middle school, <laughs> 11, 11 to fourteen was just embarrassing and fucking awkward. Yeah, it was not Ew. the best. I don't look back in middle school that fondly. You know what? Thinking, you, you know, with you bringing it up, it really makes me think like. You know what? Fucking middle school was middle pretty rough. Middle school was rough. Like. It was pretty rough. Like, everything was about status, who you knew. Ugh. And then, like, of course, I didn't grow up where, like, my mom had a lot of funds. Mm-hmm. But she took wonderful care of us. Like, we never were hungry or anything like that. Um, went to great schools and stuff. Had nice clothes. But, like, the people that I surrounded, I went to Crookshank. And this is in... Uh, this is in California. It is a super preppy, like... Not diverse. Not diverse. Not very diverse. And, you know, we were all, like, kind of, like, you know, just preppy kids, you know? And so, like, um, just, like, the status really mattered and having a cell phone and what kind of cell phone. And I'm sure as it does, like, for, you know, kids in middle school Back in those days. Back when I was in middle school, it was those flip phones. It was was not smartphones, girl. But... 
Yeah, no, no, it wasn't smartphones, but, you mm-hmm. know, flip phone, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Razor. Razors. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And so, like, yeah, I definitely recommend, I recommend. I I, I don't I, recommend middle school. Skip no. it. Skip it, please. Skip, it. Skip the no, entire I, thing. I feel you with that, though. Yeah. yeah. Middle school probably was probably the, the worst. I also, like, even PE class. Like, I remember... I, I hated like changing. That. I was like, listen, I'm not about to work out enough to sweat. Just well, the boys' me. locker room, like, people... There, I remember, like, you'd change out in the open anyway. So, like, you know, you. I just remember, like, being uncomfortable with that. And then, of course, I'd be uncomfortable with the freaking... That you'd go to sports and they still sex segregated. When mm-hmm. I was in middle school, they still sex segregated. And that's, like, the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, they still sex, sex, sex segregated. Like, if you weren't doing something, you'd have to, like... I remember like they would encourage us like boys can play sports, and I didn't want to fucking play sports. I don't want to play basketball. I don't want to play football or whatever the hell they're doing. And I remember being one of the fastest kids. And I don't know if I've said this before on here, but I was one of the fastest kids. I was probably like the third fastest kid in my entire PE class. And I remember Mr. Hoffman, this one guy, being so stern with me, like you can play soccer, you can do this sport, because my older brother played soccer, oh. and they did track. He was like, you can do all this, but you choose to just walk around here with your girlfriends. Oh. Or something like that. And I was like, okay, bitch, like, <laughs> you talking to me like that is not going to make me want to pick up a, a goddamn ball. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm not going to pick up a ball. Like, we would do the mile run, and if I didn't want to run the mile, my ass would stay back there with my girlfriend and just fucking talk the whole time and I just remember like it was just that age it was like I don't I remember one time playing volleyball when they made me play volleyball and I had my nails kind of grown out a little bit I broke a nail Oh my God. I remember going to one of the PE teachers and he was like, stop being such a girl on Tom oh. That's the shit they would say to me. Oh, and I'd just be like, see, that's why I don't recommend middle school. It's hey, trash. Hey, that shit hurts. I don't know if it hurt. I think I was really just looking for an excuse to not play volleyball <laughs> and, sit, and sit on the side and just like watch and like talk shit about people. And you know, even again, puberty's hitting. So Nothing's that was changed. that was that. <laughs> that was also that age, like I said, where you know mm-hmm. you're you're starting to feel these feelings, and you're like, yeah. this is not maybe normal. Um, and you're like, con- it, it, it's like weird because middle school, it's that disconnect, and you're yeah. embarrassed about how yeah. you feel, which That's is true. everything about stuff. But you're embarrassed about how you feel. High school is like more of a like. For me, high school was such a, I was such a fucking open book, but mm-hmm. I thought I was closed. Mm-hmm. And then college mm-hmm. is in my 20s, it's that age where it's like, it's, I'm who I am. Yeah. And you're period confident. Tape. You're period. It's like, it's <laughs> your period. <laughs> you're confident, you know who you are, and it's just, it, it's amazing to be 100% yourself, but you're embarrassed about a lot of, the, I was, I would be embarrassed about a lot of the things that yeah. I, I feel now and I'm open about back then. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well. Mm-hmm. How about, like, do you have, like, a quick, like, <laughs> embarrassing moment that you have with a sibling? Because I have got to share mine with oh, my with brother. a sibling. Like, it Ooh. was absolutely terrible. You can go first, and then I'll try to think. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, me and my brother, so we're only a year apart, my brother, mm-hmm. Kalen. And um, I remember, like, we, I mean, he would just infuriate me with That's just, brothers. like, I, I want to talk on the phone to my friends right now. He's like, um. I got the phone. This and is back with house phone phones, guys. Died. Oh, yeah. This, this is back, back in the day. They had house phones. <laughs> Landlines. Yeah. Had, we wasn't in the dial-up, though. I was dialing up when I was about three, though. Yeah, yeah we didn't have dial-up. But, but we all didn't have yeah. smartphones in the house, <laughs> that's for sure. So, um, we, uh, I, we were fighting over something. I can't remember what it was. 
but he had pissed me off so bad that I wanted to kick him. And so I took my right leg and I pulled it back with all my might and I just thrusted my leg forward so fast and hard. I was going I was gonna I was gonna break bones. Okay? <laughs> How and, old were you? Oh I had to be like I was like five or six. Yeah. I was like five or six. I was pretty young. But I had kicked my leg so hard that he and he dodged it. Of course. The bastard. He dodged it and my left leg flew up. Mm. <laughs> and I ended up falling flat on my back. Winded. At least you didn't kick something. No, but I thought I was gonna die, and I was like, "This." Do you know how much matter? How much matter? How even more mad I became when I saw him laughing at me, probably for running, failing at ending his life. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you, that had. Oh, I know he remembers. Or we, need, time, we need to call off brothers went, on this episode. One time, my sister went upside my head with a uh, with Ooh. the with the vacuum cleaner pole. Ooh, y'all was WWE and that bitch. We were too, though. Smackdown, baby. Man, I remember that. Oh, she was. Oh, she. Mm, Listen, I, I grew up with all brothers, so one thing I do know is that I'm not going to say a, a particular moment, but I will tell you that when I was really young, I kind of had a unibrow. Uh. kind of almost one. My brothers used to roast me for sport, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner about my unibrows up to the point that I remember what? <laughs> what my brother used to say that it looked like there was a bird about to fly off. Ooh. <laughs> I remember one time I was in the mirror and I was like, I'm over it. I was like 10 years old. I remember this so clearly. Cause it was it was the day that we were both supposed to go to my cousin's house. I was maybe 10 and I was like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm going to just freaking shave. I went to the razor to shave my eyebrow. Girl, I shaved one of them half off. I don't, know which, I don't remember which one it was, but I remember I was like trying to hide it. And huh? <laughs> I remember I was trying to hide it, and my dad made a certain comment about like how that happened. But for up until like, yeah, but um, from that age, about 10 till about the age of 16, I meticulously shaved my eyebrows. Oh. Like to make, and I don't, I haven't done it in years, but yeah. till I was about 16 or 17, I, and it's weird because people always till today say you have nice eyebrows. I was going to say you have nice yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, but my brothers, who are horrible people, made me feel so bad about my eyebrows for so long. Well, look at the beautiful eyebrows that came from all that. Yes, now it's just my hairline. That's, my, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm embarrassed about. What are you currently embarrassed about today? I'll say it's my hairline. I love the way I look, but that's one thing what that I'm like, What am I embarrassed about? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I've been breaking out with, like, acne lately. Oh no! This whole adulting thing—it's not really working. It's horrible. Ugh. But yeah, so I think that was that was pretty funny, like, <laughs> and and we just shared with you guys some pretty freaking embarrassing moments. But um, before we end the show, I do want to bring up a little bit of a Zen segment for Alrighty. you guys. Quantum physics with Marley. All right, guys. So for today's uh, topic. Or, I'm sorry, today's <laughs> Zen segment. Um, I'm going to be touching on the sh- uh, sac- 
I'm sorry, the sacral chakra. Uh, this is your second chakra. It's usually associated with the color orange. Um, it is located about three inches below the navel. Uh, this chakra is associated with a couple of things like emotions, feelings, relationships, um, relating to people, expressions of sexuality and sensual pleasure. Um, also, uh, really important, it's kind of like associated with you know, filling the outer and inner worlds. So like how you feel inside and how you perceive things on the outside really um, can stem from that sacral chakra. Um, it also influences your creativity and your fantasy like type, you know, feel. So I wanted to just talk about that a little bit because I know it's like really, um, I would say it's more so the most related to what we were just talking about, embarrassment and things. Breathe hard. Um, <laughs> you just breathe really hard. And skip middle school. That's yeah. going to be on a shirt. Skip yeah. middle school. So, like, um, really quickly, some signs of imbalance in this, um, uh, in your sacral chakra would be, like, kind of dependency with other people. I will say, it, like, I found myself a few times, like, really... Um, depending on someone else to like, you know, make me happy or, you know, things like that. And I think that kind of ties into like with what we want people to perceive from us and things like that. And yeah, so I thought, you know, I kind of mentioned that. And then um, if you're being ruled by your emotions, that's another sign that you could be, your um, sacral chakra could be, um, you know, imbalanced and not where you would want it to be, rather. I feel like it's really hard to be completely balanced when it comes to all of our chakras and things like that. But these are just things that you can, you know, think about and, like, potentially process so that you can feel a little bit better about some of these things in your life. And um, feeling stuck in any emotion or any mood is also a sign of imbalance. So... Um, just a couple of things you can do. Of course, I always say meditate. You know, it's just really important to do that. Um, just for everything, Jesus, for everything. Meditate. Meditate, honey. All <laughs> right. Um, uh, it's also um, cool if you, like, can visualize the color orange. Um, any chakra that you focus on, whatever color that it's associated with, you can always feel like, you know, it flourishing through your body. And, you know, I kind of, like, imagine feeling warm or... Um, just at peace and things like that. So when you meditate and you think about, you focus on, you know, what you're trying to achieve when you are meditating, I think that makes a really big, really, really big difference. And so um, I actually tried this meditation myself. Um, just, you know, quiet room and quiet my mind. Um, I think the sacral chakra is... Uh, something that I've been kind of not aware that I've needed to balance out. So it is, uh, yeah, I did kind of do a little test run with this, but yeah, I meditated for like a good, maybe 10 minutes. I don't think I quite made it to 15. Yeah, that's was a long 15. time though. Oh my God. I used to meditate for like 48 minutes I meditated and came for... out feeling like, like, uh, like fucking whoa i'm trying to get back to that but anyway um it really did help to listen to of course binaural beats um and just focus on what you're trying to achieve whenever you're um you're meditating and things so there's a little bit about your um sacral chakra chakra <laughs> it's also called the um swadhisthana 
and that's just another name for it. I don't know why. I just wanted to share that to sound like I know something. But um, if you're ever yeah. embarrassed, breathe hard and imagine the color orange. Yep. And so, with that being said, my lovely, lovely listeners, baby girls, it has been absolutely amazing sharing all my embarrassing moments with you. Not quite all, but you know, she's lying. Listen, there's more to come, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) The story's not done. You probably heard some live. Listen. In one of these episodes. We love you guys for listening, and... Um, tune in, in. Be sure to follow us on our social medias. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter at Zillennial T with the capital T and capital Z. Um, um, we're on Instagram. We're on IG. Been mm-hmm. trying to post a little bit more for you guys. You know, trying to get in the rhythm of things. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for us. Be sure to like. Be sure to share. And um, be sure to tune in this Thursday for your mini episode mm-hmm. um, where we're going to go in a little bit more about Mr. Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. who was the legend that we lost today. Yes. Um, and with that being said, RIP Black Mamba. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, goodbye, guys. Stay, bye. stay safe. We'll see you next episode. Alrighty. Peace.